welcome back, fellow numerologists, to another scintillating episode of Perfectly Legal Activities. I am your host, Donnie Numbers. Uh, we're going to start off with something a little different this week. I have a trivia question uh, that I picked up off of another podcast um, this week. So, here it is. These five colleges count among their alumni both a president and a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Uh, we will give you some time to think about it. Again, five colleges that have a president and a Super Bowl winning quarterback as their alumni. Uh, hopefully, while we're in the midst of taping the podcast here, we will remember to reveal the answer at the end of the podcast. But, uh, Pause, think about it a little bit. Uh, I think one is very, very easy. Um, And the other ones you're going to end up saying, oh yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Two of them maybe are sort of out there. So we will get to that. Uh, Back to regularly scheduled events. Uh, We will unfortunately go over the carnage that was last week. It was brutal. If you have small children, please have them leave the room. Uh, We will start off with our college picks last week. We went three and nine. That is three and nine. We lost with Penn State, who flat out embarrassed themselves and pissed me off nice and early Saturday for the rest of the day. Michigan whooped up on Penn State. 41-17, and it was not that close. Uh, Michigan State beat Wisconsin. Did not expect that. That was a loss. We had a winner with Mississippi State, who went into Kentucky and won by 10. Uh, We lost with Utah. They only beat USC by a point. We lost with TCU. I lost this game by half a point. Uh, Texas did not cover 15 and a half points hosting Iowa State. They still won. So that was 0 and 3. Uh, Clemson won, beat more, beat uh, Florida State by more than three and a half points. I was on the Alabama Crimson Tide and they lost at Tennessee. Uh, Goalposts and everything came down at Tennessee. So that was a loss. We took the Washington State money line. That was a loss as Oregon State beat them handily. Uh, One that I just can't figure out. um, Coastal Carolina was hosting Old Dominion. Coastal Carolina was an 11.5 point favorite. But the Ricky Ronnie led Old Dominion Monarchs went into Coastal Carolina and put a beat down on the Chanticleers. North Carolina, I'm sorry, North Texas... Uh, beat Louisiana Tech by 20, and that was more than six and a half points. So that was the last of our three wins. And Nevada uh, did not cover, uh, did not even win at Hawaii. So again, three and nine, not well. We had money last week that we just donated to FanDuel. Not good. You know what else wasn't good? Any of our pro picks last week. <laughs> the LTC, uh, we actually had consensus on a pick, so there were only three picks. Uh, San Francisco 
did not cover five and a half points against the Falcons. The Falcons won outright. Uh, the Chargers eked by the Denver Broncos, so they did not cover. Uh, that was Mickey Walnuts. He wanted a name change, so that was Mickey Walnuts' pick. Uh, myself and Jimmy the Lock picked San Francisco. And lastly, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, only fireworks for the Buccaneers were Tom Brady yelling on the sidelines at the Steelers. They did not cover eight and a half points. They did not even win. That was Johnny Boss's pick. On my own, uh, the Bengals did cover a point and a half uh, at New Orleans. Got the win there. The Jets beat the Packers. Did not see that coming. Uh, I had the Packers minus seven, so that wasn't close. And the spite pick, Buffalo Bills and Chiefs going over 53 and a half. That number landed on 44, so I lost. Uh, you're in trouble with an over when you get red zone turnovers. Uh, in the first quarter, the Bills had a red zone turnover, and Kansas City marched right down the field, and Patrick Mahomey uh, threw an interception at the end zone. So that's one and two. So one and three in pro football, three and nine in college, will not put food on the table once again. So that is not good. All right, it's time for by the numbers, the question and answer portion of our podcast. Uh, this is relatively new. This is the third week of this. Uh, I have been lazy and have not uh, gotten around to putting out a question. Uh, on or uh, getting an email so people can submit questions that way. So, anyway, our first question this year or this week comes from Usted de Barge. Uh, for those of you that don't know him, Usted is the more formal brother of El de Barge. And Usted wants to know on Sunday night football which team's offense will have the better rhythm of the night, Pittsburgh or Miami? Uh, First of all, I worry about rhythms with Miami's offense because their quarterback may not have rhythms because of concussion syndrome. But uh, I think Miami's the more complete team here. And they're the more complete offense. Uh, the Steelers are having fits and starts with Kenny Pickett and Mitchell Trubisky. And it's just not going to be coherent or cohesive for the Steelers. So... In answer to this question, we're going with the Miami Dolphins. Thank you for, for asking, Usted. It was good to hear from you. We don't hear from you much anymore. So our next question comes from Mike in Virginia. Mike wants to know, and God, I don't know why he wants to know, how many games will the Penn State men's basketball team win this season? And I'm just going to say about half of them. Here's this, how this season is going to go because it goes that way every season. Their non-conference schedule is probably going to have one good team and a bunch of chump teams. So they're going to roll into late December at about 7-1 or 8-1. And, and then they're going to get into and, – and I'm going to hear people say, oh, we got to follow. Oh, we got to follow. Look, look, they're doing well. And then we're going to get into conference play, and they'll go 6-10, and 10, and that's the way it's going to be. So we're just going to say about half of them and move on and point out that Penn State is a 
football school, even though they're not doing that well, and not a basketball school, and leave it at that. Our last question. Now, this is a question. Uh, I like this question. This comes from Jim in Maryland. Jim wants to know, if you have Doc Brown's DeLorean for a day, which sporting event do you go to witness in person? So I gave this one a little thought because I, I got this one uh, this morning and I took a look at lunchtime, thought about it a little bit at lunchtime. Um, and I'm going to uh, put a caveat on this. Um, the Phillies won the World Series in 1980. So I sort of remember that. So I'm going to pick a sporting event before 1980. And I got a, I got a couple here. I think the one that I would want to go to would be the 1958 NFL championship game with the Indianapolis Colts and the New York Giants. Uh, this is the game that uh, is considered to be one of the best football games ever played uh, in terms of pro. There was a time before this where the college game was, was much stronger than the pro game. Uh, but the 50. 58 championship game was the first game that went into overtime. It was on TV, and a lot of feeling is that this uh, ushered in modern NFL football as we know it. So we're going to go with the 1958 uh, NFL championship game on what I would attend. Uh, there are some other sporting events I think it would have been neat to be at. Uh, Wilt scoring 100 points. Uh, I think that would have been a good game. That was at... Uh, Hershey Park Arena. Uh, I would have liked to see maybe a couple Ollie fights, uh, Sonny Liston Ollie fights, um, the first one. Um, maybe the thrill in Manila uh, and his bout with um, George Foreman, the rope a dope bout. I also think I would have liked to be around for Gehrig's speech. You know, maybe these things weren't noticed at the time, but we have the benefit of hindsight. So I think it would have been neat to be there for that. So uh, hopefully you guys will keep those questions coming in because uh, they're fun. I like them and I like giving them some thought, but I don't like doing research. So remember that. All right. This week's games, why we're here. Um, we did not travel to the book this weekend. We are losing too much money. So when that happens, we slow down. Uh, we practice, see if we can figure some things out, and we never do. But uh, that doesn't stop us from picking games and watching games, so onward we go. Um, so we'll start off with college. I got 12 college games here that I like. Uh, Army is hosting Louisiana Monroe. Army is a six and a half point favorite. We're laying those points. Going back to the well with my Nittany Lions. PSU is a four-and-a-half-point favorite tomorrow night in the whiteout game against Minnesota. We're taking the Lions. Uh, Pitt travels to Louisville. Louisville is two-and-a-half points, if you recall. Uh, Louisville is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. If you recall, I have an over-under win total for Louisville, so we're doubling down and picking the Cardinals to win by three or more. Uh, Washington travels to Cal. Uh, Cal's not good. Washington's better than not good. So we think Washington is going to win by more than eight points. The spread is seven and a half. 
Um, LSU is hosting Old Miss. LSU, for some reason here, is a two-point favorite. LSU is not ranked. Old Miss is in the top 10. And LSU is favored by two points. So we're staring into that. Uh, Vegas may know something here. So we're taking LSU. Houston is traveling close to me, uh, playing at Navy. Houston is a three-point favorite. They are going to win by more than three points. West Virginia and Texas Tech, we are thinking is going to be a shootout. The total of that game is 65 and a half points. We're taking the over in that. Texas A&M is traveling to South Carolina. Texas A&M is a short three-point favorite on the road. We are going with the Aggies in this one. Our next game is a big one. Oklahoma State is hosting Texas. Oklahoma State is a six-point underdog, so we're going to uh, bet on the Cowboys here at home to keep this closer than six points. Wake Forest is hosting Boston College. Wake Forest is a 21-point favorite. We're taking Wake. Uh, University of Central Florida is traveling to East Carolina. Uh, we think the Knights are going to win by more than five points over the Pirates. And lastly, Boise State is heading to Air Force. Boise State is a two-point underdog. We think Boise State is going to um, cover those two points. They may win the out game outright, but we're just going to keep it plus two because we're not putting any money down, so that doesn't matter. Our LTC picks are up next, and we already have a winner. I checked this this morning. Jim, Jimmy the Lock, took the uh, Arizona Cardinals at minus 2.5. They won by 8 last night. I did check the version control on the Google Doc, and Jim had this in in plenty of time. No chicanery there. Uh, Johnny Boss is taking the New York Jets. Uh, when he made this pick, the Jets were plus one and a half. They are, and when I looked at this at lunchtime, they were plus a half point. But uh, in his notes, John said he thinks that the Jets are going to win this game outright. Uh, Mike is picking the New York Giants. And uh, sorry, that's Mickey Walnuts is picking the New York Giants at plus three. And myself, I'm still riding with Green Bay at minus five and a half. Now, of course, I have some other games on my own. Uh, Cincinnati is hosting Atlanta. We think Cincinnati is going to win by a touchdown or more. Six and a half point favorite. Baltimore is hosting the Cleveland Browns. I think the Browns are a little bit of a mess. Um... We're taking Baltimore here to cover six and a half points. And Kansas City is traveling to San Francisco. I think Kansas City, coming off their loss last week, are going into San Francisco and winning this game. And the pick is for them to win by more than two points. Uh, those are the picks this week. Hopefully, we'll have a little better showing and give us some confidence that we can go to the book next week. And okay, I did not forget... Our trivia question answer, again, the trivia question was, um, these colleges, there are five of them, count among their alumni, a U.S. president and a Super Bowl trophy, or a Super Bowl winner at quarterback. Uh, 
Um, so if you need a little more time, now's the time to pause. I'll pause too. Okay. Um, first up, uh, I think the one that maybe everybody could get fairly easily is Michigan with that Gerald Ford and Tom Brady. Miami of Ohio has William Harrison and Big Ben Rosslesberger. Stanford has Herbert Hoover and Jim Plunkett. That one hurts now that I think about it because Plunkett beat my Eagles in the 1981 Super Bowl. The Naval Academy counts Jimmy Carter as a alumni and alumna, alumnus, whatever the Latin is. And their Super Bowl winning quarterback is that Roger Staubach. And lastly, the current sitting president, smiling Joe Biden, and the Super Bowl winning quarterback, Joe Flacco, both went to the University of Delaware. Go Blue Hens. All right, that is the podcast for the week. Um, we got a nice weekend planned around here, seeing some offspring here or there, I think. Everybody out there, remember to live your good life, and we will talk to you next week.